What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Ed Birdsall, no Adam Caster, as promised. This was the supposed to be the in the first ever Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show mailbag. And we have inquired for the services of one Jake Simone. Hi, Jake. What's going on, buddy? Week three. Let's get into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so before we get into the actual mailbag, I do I do have one question for you. Um have, did you get fucked last night by Christian McCaffrey and that yeah. injury? Yeah, one league I did, and uh, of course I didn't have Chuba Hubbard like a fucking asshole. So oh, oh, oh boy, oh boy, is it is it is it a fab league or is it uh, waivers? It's, it's regular waivers. My team is trash, so I should be able to get Chuba Hubbard. All right, <laughs> see, you might you might be able to get him then. You might be able to it's, get him. It's then, one but... of those leagues that I've just kind of admitted. I tried to do some trades yesterday, and now it's just like uh, didn't work I, out. It's like eh, it's not gonna work out. Like I could already tell. Like just write it off. I'm in about like four or five leagues, so it's like okay, that one's not working. So exactly. just just write it off and focus on the others. It exactly. You, you get to a point where you just like you're you're sort of done. And I don't I don't know how good Chuba Hubbard really is, but if you want to hear more about Chuba Hubbard, uh, well that'll be on the review show, week three review show. We'll talk about that on Monday with Adam and I. Uh, in the meantime, we do have ten questions lined up. We. Like I said, have to empty the mailbag. We're emptying the mailbag. Uh, the mailbag show is going to be weekly. We're going to record these on Friday. These will be released at some point on Saturday. Probably Saturday morning would be a good bet as to when these mailbag shows will be released from here on out. Uh, so, Jake, the way that we normally do these is we have 10 questions. Pick a number one to 10. Well, let's go. Uh, seven. Seven. This comes from John. Jake, where's John from? No idea. Uh, let's, let's go with Patrick. Something. I don't know. <laughs> Patrick, New York. Beautiful. Uh, John says, rank the receivers in the Rams Bucks game in full PPR. So he gave he gave us a list, which is nice. Okay. Godwin Woods Evans Cup. AB is assumed out. AB is assumed out. Yes. In full PPR, I would go Cup, Godwin, Evans, Woods. I would go Cup, Evans, Godwin, Woods. But yeah, I, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm more of a Godwin guy in PPR. Um, okay. Just more consistent for me. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. But um, I think with what the Rams have decided to do with Jalen Ramsey in terms of playing him more as like a safety this year, more so than a corner, maybe that gives Evans a little bit of freedom. And we all know in the red zone, Mike Evans is the guy for, for Tom Brady. If it's not Gronk, yeah, which, I was gonna say. which if, if it's not Gronk, which uh, honestly, I, I want to expand on that question for two seconds before, before we move on, because obviously we are, we are time capped because it is, it is Friday and, and Jake has things to do. I have things to do. But where would you rank Gronk in there? I would still rank him f- fifth behind those guys. I wouldn't rank him ahead of any of those guys. Okay. You'd put it behind Woods? Yep. Okay. That's fair. I would too. I would too for uh, for what it's worth. Okay. So seven is gone. Any other number? One to ten. One. All right. This is from Alex. And we're going to say Alex is from, we're going to say he's from East Lansing, Michigan. There you go. He needs to start one, Ryan Tannehill or Jalen Hurts. Ryan Tannehill playing the Indianapolis Colts and then Jalen Hurts on Monday night against the Cowboys. Jalen Hurts. 
Not even, I, don't, I don't think it's even debatable. I don't think it's very close either. I think Jalen, Jalen Hurts is the guy. I don't think Philadelphia wins the game, but I think Jalen Hurts is going to be very, very, very solid for yeah, fantasy be, as, as he's been be a so high far. scoring game. It's going to be yeah. a high scoring game for sure. I, I would go Hurts there in a possible shootout. Yes, I would. I would as well. Okay. So seven and one are out. Well, let's go with three. Three. This is from Nico. Jake, where's Nico from? Uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. From Wisconsin. He needs to start two in full PPR. Robert Woods, Chase Claypool, KJ Osborne, Odell Beckham, Mikol Hardman, Brandon Ayuk. I think the first two names you said, Claypool and uh, Robert Woods, are the safest ones. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I, I would like to give OBJ a week before I start putting him in my starting lineup. There'll mm-hmm. probably be some type of pitch count there. Um, Minnesota guy Osborne. I, I, I can't justify starting him this week. I'm sorry, especially over guys that like I drafted in the middle of my draft. Probably it's not the best matchup either. Um, no. So, yeah, I, I would go with Claypool and Woods. I, I think those are honestly two fine plays right there. I think you're just overthinking it if you played it. And I would love to start Ayuk, but, you know, no story can't, with him. Yeah, can't, can't start him. Can't do it yet. But I think if there's a week for Ayuk, this might be it, given Debo Samuel may have a matchup with Jair Alexander waiting for him on Sunday Night Football, and the the ball could be going in a, in a different direction. Um, for me, it, it's, it's Woods and Claypool, but Osborne is very close. I mean... I wouldn't be super unopposed if, if you went with with OBJ, but it's risky. It's super risky. I yeah, think the floor risky. is super low. The ceiling, I mean, maybe he scores, maybe. But even then, if he's only getting three receptions and one of those receptions is a touchdown, does that really make his day? No, no. I don't. At least I don't think so. And especially the Deontay Johnson injury for Pittsburgh too. I don't know if he's prepared to go for Sunday's game. But, you know, targets aren't the issue with Claypool. It's just the consistent catches for him is the problem. And with Johnson out, I'm sure he'll get an uptick in targets. Those two receiver sets that Pittsburgh likes to run, Claypool will be out there for. So um, I think Claypool is actually a pretty good buy low guy right now, as a matter of fact. So I would say those two um, for sure. And it's interesting because we do have a question about Juju. So that that was one that I was uh, actually pretty excited for, given the news that Deontay Johnson is looking unlikely to play for the Steelers Sunday when they are at home, I believe, against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, all right, so seven, one, three are off of the... Let's go number right. 10. Number 10, Will. Will is from Tucson, Arizona. Grade the trade. Will gives up Hollywood Brown and Jamal Williams to the DeAndre Swift owner. He gets back Terry McLaurin and AJ Dillon as yeah. the Aaron Jones owner. That is an yeah, A plus. Yeah, it's not even like I I I, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, come on, he really has to ask for, for that trade to be graded. I think he just wanted to flex. Yeah, I don't. I, that's I don't want to waste time on that. Like that's a day plus. That? Yeah. That's an A plus. That's I mean, the only question that I really have is. I mean, maybe the DeAndre Swift owner really wanted Jamal Williams. Yeah, was there cash considerations in that trade? Because or like, or, yeah, or, or like a draft pick or something. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know, but good trade. Good trade, A+. plus. All right, so 7, 1, 3, 10 are gone. Let's go 6. 6. This is from Ned. Uh, Jake, where's Ned from? Uh, Texas. All right, perfect. Austin, Texas. Uh, <laughs> Ned says, Superflex, need to start two. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins. Jalen Hurts is one for me. Yeah, Hurts is definite. I would say Cousins is the second. I would say Cousins as I would well. Go I Cousins. think I, I want to see it from Fields. I think the matchup versus Cleveland is not, not exactly. Good. Yeah, I don't think it's it's very good either. The Cleveland um, defense is a good stream this week too. If you play in a yes. league that deploys a yeah. defense, I think they're a they're a good one. Yeah, I I think so as well. And we actually do have a question about Allen Robinson at some point. Actually, the same question as the Juju. So um, we will definitely have I think a bit of a debate when we get to uh, to that one. Um, when we when we do get there, but uh, for me, yeah, it, for me, it's Hurts and it is Cousins against uh, Seattle. Kirk Cousins at home, Jalen Hurts in Dallas. So, like Hurts is the best option there, and then Cousins, I think, gets the nod just because of the uh, the home field advantage in uh, in Minnesota. All right, so we have seven, one, three, ten, and six gone. Now let's go number two. Number two, this is from Kevin, and Kevin is from, let's say, Bethesda, Maryland. Kevin says, great the trade. Gives Antonio Gibson, Dallas Goddard, and Tyler Boyd gets Clyde, Terry McLaurin, here we are again, and Tyler Higby. Oof. That's a pretty... It's a solid trade. I mean, he gave – so he who does he give up with Antonio Gibson for, for Clyde and Terry McLaurin and Higby? Dallas Goddard and Tyler Boyd. For what it's I worth, I do like, think – I kind of like the second side there. With, that gets McLaurin and Clyde, even though I'm I'm really not a Clyde guy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, McLaurin is probably the best player in that trade. Um. Yeah, I, I like the second part of that deal. I, I, I think so. I think I actually think this is a very even deal. Like, yeah. I don't think maybe maybe you can argue that the step down from Gibson to Clyde isn't as great. Meanwhile, the step down, you're going from Terry McLaurin to Tyler Boyd. Yeah, it's not even close. Yeah, maybe that's one. But I think you're, maybe you're making it up for it with you're getting Goddard for for Higby um I would give this uh, I think it's a B minus if you're getting Clyde Terry and Higby it's not bad no it's 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 not bad I mean you just better hope that um what's his name uh Clyde does not meet that you know if you're the Clyde owner there you're trading him away better hope that or on the other side into they're just two running backs that had all this hype coming into the draft and it's like they suck. If I, I had think, to, if I had to bet on one though being what they were drafted to be, I think I would bet Gibson before Clyde. That's the yeah. one gripe I have. But if you have the receivers to swing the deal to get Gibson, yeah, maybe it's a different story. And I think also this depends on scoring. Like if you're telling me this yeah. is full PPR, I think I like what you're getting with Terry and uh and Higby to an extent. And you're giving away Gibson, you're giving away Boyd, not really big PPR guys. But this, if this is standard, it definitely have. is a bit more, a bit more even. But 
overall, I think in general, I think this is a very even trade. Like, I don't think, I don't think you got fleeced. I don't think you fleeced him. No. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a lot of guys that just haven't lived up to their expectations so far, except for Terry McLaurin. And you're just trying to see if something works, but overall B minus B minus B minus. I think, I think that's fine. All right. So seven, one, three, 10, six, and two have been taken. We have four left. Let's go with number four. Number four. This is from Leonard. Jake, where's Leonard from? Uh, Let's go with, uh, (laughs) let's go Pomona, Pomona, New York, Pomona, New York. Perfect. So Leonard asks, uh, this is actually a fab question, which we love fab. We love fab in this program. Leonard says, Kenny Galladay was recently dropped. He will be available to to be picked up on Saturday morning to then be played Sunday versus Atlanta. I have wide receiver three issues. If how much is a two part question. How much should I drop for Kenny Galladay in fab? And if I get Galladay, who should I start? Kenny Galladay or Rondell Moore? Rondell Moore. I think Rondell Moore as well. Rondell, I, I, I mean, uh, I personally think Rondell Moore is going to be the Justin Jefferson of last year. He absolutely 100% could be. He could. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray's the MVP of football right now. There's, there's yes. no other way around it. There's no question about it. If DeAndre Hopkins misses Sunday's game, I think Rondell Moore is a wide receiver too in fantasy football. I think so. I think so. Even with a tough matchup that he may draw against CJ Henderson, I, I, yeah, I think Rondell Moore will be still very good. But in terms of how much he should drop, I hmm. I honestly don't think a whole lot. I mean, well, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way for you. Yeah. He has $170 left out of a $200 budget which is surprising to me given you got Rondale Moore, which means A, there hasn't been anything really we for you on waivers, him. or B, you've been just been really good with your money. Yeah, well, I mean, you could have drafted him. I drafted him in a couple places. Yeah, yeah, he could he, he could he could have definitely been drafted. Yeah, definitely. Um so with Galladay, I I would say like well, I wouldn't drop a quarter of my fab on him just to be completely honest with you. I don't think he's I, I don't. Would you really feel confident in starting anybody from that Giants offense on a weekly basis? And feel uh, absolutely maybe not. The, the only one that maybe would be Sterling Shepard right now. Right now, Galladay, PPR, yeah. The the problem is Galladay's hurt and he's upset with the offense. That's never mm-hmm. a good mix right there. And nope. you know you don't want to drop like half your fair budget and then let's just say next week, um, there's a league winning running back out there and I don't think it was Elijah Mitchell from, from the beginning of this year. I saw. Well, some, how about you? How about Chuba Hubbard? Chuba Hubbard, Chuba yeah, Hubbard. could be. I don't think he's a lead, but let's just say it. I know in a lot of places, Trey Sermon's uh, Trey Sermon got dropped. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a fair one. How about how about someone like Javante Williams? I know I picked up Javante Williams on uh, waivers Thursday night on waivers for zero wow. dollars. Yeah, I've been trying to I've been trying to trade for Javante Williams, and I was actually going to offer Rondell Moore for Javante Williams. Ooh, but you know the owners just the fucking that's that's a whole other story. But scotch. I uh, yeah, yeah. scotch. But I agree with you. I don't think he's worth. Like half your budget because is he, is no. Kenny Galladay a league winning player? No, no, no. He he's a guy that you could maybe start. Yeah, every week. So yeah, I I would say I would say this: if you're desperate enough, where you see yourself potentially starting Kenny Galladay on bye weeks, and really depends on who you're 
receivers are. Like if you're starting Rondell Moore at wide receiver three, who's your receiver two? Who's your receiver one? If you feel comfortable starting Kenny Galladay on bye weeks, that's really what I would do is I would be looking up the bye weeks of Rondell Moore, wide receiver two, whomever that is, and wide receiver one, whomever that is. And I would be looking at Kenny Galladay's schedule and saying, okay, when wide receiver one is on by and I have to elevate Kenny Galladay towards becoming my wide receiver three, am I comfortable with playing Kenny Galladay in that matchup? That's what I would do. And then based on that is how you decide how much fab you're going to go and spend on Kenny Galladay. I think personally it's 200 bucks. So obviously you're going to have a lot more wiggle room to play with. I think given he has name value, despite for whatever that's worth. And he has a good matchup against Atlanta, which someone could pick him up tomorrow, Saturday, or today, Saturday. This is Friday. We're going to come out on Saturday. So if he's going to be available to be picked up off of waivers this morning, Saturday, against Atlanta, which people may want to just go, oh, maybe Kenny Galladay has a great game against Atlanta. I would probably say the range of 10 to 15 bucks is probably what I would spend. I would say no more than 20. Let me give you a couple names. Sure. LaVisca Chenault or Kenny Galladay? LaVisca. Ayuk or Kenny Galladay? Rest Ooh. of the season, not just this week. Yeah, rest of the season. Um, Ayuk. Jalen Rigger or Galladay. Kenny Galladay? Galladay. Henry Ruggs or Galladay? Galladay. One more. Um, who's another di- disappointing receiver that we could throw in there? How about Chase Claypool or, or Kenny Galladay? I, I would assume Claypool. Ooh. I think Claypool. I, I would go Claypool. 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 Yeah. yeah. How about how about this one? How about Tyler Boyd or Kenny Galladay? I think I'd go Galladay. Yeah, I think I so think too. I would. I, I think so too. I think you know what a big part of the Tyler Boyd disappointment was? We all thought Jamar Chase was going to be trash, and that, that just hasn't been the case. Yeah, well, I think we, we talked about this on the podcast, actually, and, and we said, you know, remember all the slander that was given to yeah, Justin Jefferson are, last year? Yeah, but the Chase got it really bad. Oh, yeah, he, he did. Got he, got it, the, he got that he got way campaign worse. In, uh, in pro football talk before yeah. the season even started about the white lines and everything, and everything yeah. like that. And I was I was rooting for him because I was just like, that's fucked. And I didn't draft him because I listened to all that bullshit. And he was going like the eighth round in my drafts. Didn't draft oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went. He went in a keeper league. He went in round six, six in my keepers as well. Yeah, because of yeah. The, the keeper value. But exactly. But I would I would have definitely took him round six in a keeper league. Yeah, I'm 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 very curious to see where he went in in a couple of spots. I'll have to uh, I'll have to remind I'll have to check up on that. One more quick question for you: yeah. If someone calls sure. you for for Kenny Galladay, Michael Thomas for Kenny Galladay, you do the trade? Wow. You're getting Thomas. You're getting Thomas. Would you rather have Galladay or Michael Thomas for the rest of the season? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I think I'd rather have Thomas. Yeah, I think Thomas is going to be good when he comes back for whatever it's worth. I don't know when it will be, but I think he's going to be good. I mean, I think he might be just by default because who's Jameis going to throw to? Yeah, Marquez Callaway, the hype train is is to a halt. No, yeah, to an absolute halt. And by the way, uh, good thing for the uh, for the mailbag. Please, please, please go to the Alvin Kamara owner and try and buy low. Please. Yeah, please. I beg you. Like, I didn't do the deal. I didn't do that. I couldn't blow up my team. But yes, I he needed to he I needed better pieces after Kamara. I wouldn't have had anyone to start. Like if you can flip Chris Carson right now for Alvin Kamara, do it. 
do it. If you, if let's just say Josh Jacobs comes back and he plays against Miami and has like a three touchdown day and has a huge game against Miami, send it off for the Camaro. You, you might even be, like, be able Yo. to flip. Yeah. You might even be able to flip Tyson Williams for, for Camara. We do have a question about, about uh, Tyson Williams. We do it's my favorite player. So I can't wait to hear it. Let's, well, let's get to it. Where, we where's do have Tyson? a question. So, where, where, where's my man? Tyson, well, Tyson, Tyson, whatever. So I want to hear about five, him. eight, and nine left. All right. I'm going to go with eight. I think that's him. I think that's him. It is not him. Is it the, the Juju question or? It is the Juju question. This is from Austin. And uh, we're going to say Austin is from, we're going to go with, because I'm drinking a fabulous Eastern Hayes uh, Montauk IPA, 4.9% alcohol by volume. Um, I'm going to go with Montauk, New York, because it's Montauk IPA. Love it. Um, all right. So Austin, he needs three in half PPR. Three. Half PPR, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Devonta Smith. That's a lot. That's a lot of options. Very good options as well. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I would say like... you you struck gold with yeah. Debo and and Devonta Smith. All right, so let's start from the top again. DK Metcalf. I, I just okay. So you're starting him. There's one. Yeah, you're st- I think you're starting DK. I think me personally, I think you start Debo because he's given you no reason to sit him. To not, okay. And then really it comes down to Allen Robinson, Juju, or Devonta Smith Monday night. Give me Devonta Smith on Monday night. Hmm. I, I I think I can't trust Allen Robinson right now. Yeah, he's a very hard, very, very hard trust right now, I, I would say as well. And um, I think Miles Jack is going to cause a lot of problems on Sunday for that Bears offensive line. And Justin Fields uh, has issues with the rush. I, I wouldn't start much of that Bears offense on Sunday. I would try no. to avoid the Bears at all costs. But I think I would go Devonta Smith against the Cowboys, man. I really would. <sighs> I think that, that would be my third. That's a really hard one. It, it would either be Devonta or Juju, but I give me the matchup with Devonta. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go with the rookie quarterback relying on his veteran receiver to just kind of bail him out. I'm going to go with Allen Robinson. Okay. I'm going to go that with Allen Robinson, but I don't, I, I don't yeah. love it. You got to temper your expectations, but yeah. Yeah. I think all you, all you really need is five catches from Robinson and a touchdown. And I think he'll, he'll return value, but would I be remotely surprised if Devonta Smith has a big day? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's going to be Alabama versus Alabama Monday night. Devonta Smith is going to get the shadow job from uh, Trayvon Diggs, who has been excellent so far to, to start the year. So Nick Saban's going to be uh, kicking it back in his, uh, in his recliner in Tuscaloosa. And he's going to be like, Oh, they're my boys. And you got Jalen hurts throwing the passes. Yeah. And you got Jalen hurts throwing the passes at, and he's got Amari Cooper going to be and, hopeful, and, hopefully playing and, for Dallas. And, and Landon Dickerson snapping the ball. And Landon Hurts. Dickerson th- snapping the ball. Yeah, it's it's going to be Nick Saban's just going to be loving all of it. He's yeah. going to be loving it all. All right, so we have, that was number eight. So we have five and we have nine left. Let's go nine. Nine, he did not get the Tyson Williams. Oh, right. This is Kingsley. And Kingsley is... From we're gonna go with uh, St. Louis, Missouri. There you go, Kingsley. Full PPR, 
Dallas Goddard or Logan Thomas? Give me Dallas Goddard. Okay. No, give me Logan. Oh, I actually know Zach Ertz. Uh, okay. Yeah, give, give, give me Zach, uh, Dallas Goddard. I think if Ertz played, I would go Logan Thomas, but give me Goddard. Yeah. Cowboys defense got shredded by uh, Gronkowski in week one, and Jared Cook should have scored a touchdown against them in week two. I think Dallas Goddard has a good night Monday night. I think he scores. So I'm going, I'm going with Goddard. All right, so now we have number five. We have the Tyson Williams question. This is from Paul. Uh, let's say Paul is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. There you go. Okay. He needs one. Tyson Williams versus the Lions or Javante Williams versus the New York Jets? Not, not even a question. I would go Tyson Williams. I completely I, agree. I think Tyson Williams is giving me a lot of the same vibes James James Robinson gave me last year. I really do. Even, I think even, he's, even he's only going to get better. Even with the mess that's there, I think Tyson is going to have – I think Tyson has a very good day, and it's against the Lions. He's a top 20 play for me on the week. Yeah, uh, Tyson is going to be very, very, very good uh, against the Lions. So, he, yeah, yeah, go he ahead. Saved go ahead. A lot. I'm just going to say he saved a lot of fantasy owners this year. Oh, yes, he did. Myself included. Yeah. Myself like, included. He, especially he the definitely... one that drafted Dobbins before the preseason was over. Yeah. Yep. Well, what did we learn, Jake? Never have a draft before the preseason ends ever again. Nope. I, and I didn't have Gus Edwards, but I'm like, well, let's add this kid, see what happens. And you got saved. So yeah. before before we go, I wanted to, I want to do something a little fun. We're at like 25 minutes right now. I figure this will be like a, a 30, 35 minute show. Yeah. Something something a little, you know, answer some questions, get the brain, the brain juices flowing a little bit. Let's go with let's let, maybe this could be something that we do every week. Who knows? But we're going to go position by position so we're going to go qb running back receiver tight end and all i want to do is just give starts of the week for each position so one guy for each position that we love and hopefully we could try and be you know outside the realm of possibility for for quarterbacks i don't want to i don't i don't want to say oh kyler murray start of the week because everyone knows i know what you're saying kyler is going to be terrific i like this let's get it going all right so Let's start with let's start with the quarterbacks. Start yeah. of the week. Um, I have one. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Teddy Bridgewater, great start. He's a top twelve quarterback for me. Yeah. So yeah, I I like. And he's it. available. He is available. I, I I tell you what. I literally before we came out and recorded this, I had an available roster spot in one league where I have I have Brady. But I think, you know, just to kind of avoid double stacking Brady, because I have Brady in another spot, I think that's a spot where I'm going to be starting Teddy Bridgewater, potentially. And I like it. it was it was between Teddy Bridgewater and the guy that I do have as my start of the week. And this is going to shock a lot of people. I'm going with Daniel Jones. I'm going with Daniel Jones again against the Falcons. Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's just it's poetic justice. Daniel Jones at home. On Eli Manning retirement night, how fitting would it be if Eli Manning's clone has an Eli Manning-like game where Daniel Jones throws for 350 yards, has four touchdowns, and two interceptions? It would be perfect. It would be perfect. I agree. Of all the weekends, of all the weekends where Daniel Jones' idol comes back to the Meadowlands. 
and has his has his number retired. By the way, will be the worst quarterback in the Hall of Fame. You cannot convince me otherwise. Eli Manning, fuck him. Okay, so we move on to the running backs. Um, for me, start of the week. I mean, there are a couple guys that I really like. We talked about Tyson Williams. I, I love him. I absolutely fucking adore him. Yeah. Um, for me though. I'm going to go. There's a couple guys that I really, really, really want to say. You know what? I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i say it. Javante Williams against the New York Jets. Start yeah. of the week for me. That's not a bad one. Um, Here's my, this guy right here. You might slam me for this one, but I feel like he, maybe some owners are starting to put him on the bench, bench but bold prediction. I think James Robinson scores a touchdown on Sunday. Against Arizona, yeah, I don't think it's a bad shot. I'm not going to slam you for yeah. that one. Give, give me, give me James Robinson. I, I think a lot of people. I think he's a decent buy low guy too. You probably don't like to give up a too, give up too much, and he's the only running back without a rushing attempt inside the 25 yard line. It's a joke. Know, ha- it's a joke. joke. I mean, they're eventually going to have to start running the ball, right? Are mm-hmm. they going to let Trevor Lawrence throw the ball 50 times a game and kill his confidence? Yeah, right. They're, they're going to have to, right? Carlos yeah. Hyde. They understand I, that was an encouraging sign too from Sunday. Was James Robinson, 14 touches. Carlos Hyde, only two two touches, but great. You know, mm-hmm. the, the offense last year, it looked better with less with James Robinson than it does this year with more, which yes, is I agree. Unexplainable if you're Jacksonville. Well, it's the Urban Meyer effect. Urban Meyer should not be two buffoons to, to, to run the offense, too. Urban Meyer should be nowhere near an NFL field. Put, no. Just putting it mildly. Just please, USC. Well, Come yeah, pluck him and and send him send him far away. Thank you very much. Um, before we move on to the receivers, I do have a question for you because I did receive uh, a lot in the mailbag about Joe Mixon. Love and Jake, I know you're a big Joe Mixon guy. I'm a big Joe Mixon guy. But I went on record this week and I said that I would not be starting Joe Mixon in the game versus the uh, Steelers. Yeah. What do you think? I, I still would because he's going to get 20 to 25 touches. Like okay. where, where, who are you starting? That's going to get more touches than that. <laughs> like fair. Okay. You know, you have to, I think Mixon's a set it and forget it type guy. I really do. I mean, he, he has to have close to the most amount of carries in the NFL it, other than Derek Henry, probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I, I also did say on that show that I, I like Mixon as a start more in PPR than in non. I think if you're, if, you, if you're a non PPR, you have more of a decision to make in PPR. Obviously you draft Joe Mixon round two, round three. And, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of locked into that one. I, I, I would think you're, uh, you're pretty much set in stone that Joe Mixon's going to be, uh, going to be your guy. Yeah. All right. So let's go to receiver start of the week I, for me. I, I do have one. Um, but Jake, you are, you're up I, for this one. So my, we talked about him already. So it's kind of a cop out, uh, Rondell Moore to me, I yeah. think is an excellent spot start, but here's an outside the box one. Sure. Here's an outside the box one. Just hear me out here. Okay. I think this guy is a pretty good day. And not I think he's owned in less than like two percent of leagues. I think Cedric Wilson might be a guy that people start picking up on the waiver wires with Michael Gallup out. I really do. I think and he's a I think he's a little underrated. I, I could see it. A pretty good matchup. I think all the attention is gonna be on C D and Amari. I and we saw Gallup before he went out in that Tampa Bay game. He was getting some love, I think. Oh, yeah. More people are going to start paying attention to this guy. One of these well, I, I tell you what, if Amari doesn't play in the game either, yeah, 
I mean, Dak's going to have to throw the ball to somebody. And we've seen Cedric Wilson have nice games before, namely go back to last year and his three touchdown bonanza day versus Seattle. I, I mean, this could, this could be, I mean, at the very worst, Cedric Wilson is probably going to be a flex because you know Dallas is going to want to throw the ball. And if Amari Cooper's not there, Cedric Wilson is the number two receiver in this offense. Yeah. So at the I very worst, I think his floor actually is very good if Amari's not there. Ceiling is ceiling is always going to be great because he's a part of the Cowboys offense. Cowboys offense is always going to throw the ball. It is a lethal offense, to put it mildly. But you take Amari out of this out of the picture, you already have Michael Gallup out of the picture. I mean, you definitely there. There's an avenue for a really good day for Cedric Wilson. I like that one a lot, a lot, a lot. It's a very, very good one. Uh, mine is not as obscure, but it is one that I think there have been people who have been very apprehensive about the start this guy has had, given we've seen it before where he started hot and then kind of tailed off. But contract year for him, and again, it's. These guys in contract years, they always find a way to just go nuts when they're playing for that first big contract. Mike Williams against the Kansas City Chiefs, that for me is the start of the week. The Chiefs do not have the biggest corners in the world. This just screams to me, Justin Herbert, throw it up against the sideline, throw it nice and high, and have your six foot five receiver jump up and hopefully come down with it. Yeah, my... Yeah, it kind of steals a little bit of my thunder, but yeah, I, I agree. I think I would be starting all my Chargers and Chiefs this week. Oh, I think that that is a that's a. I think it's a get right game for the Chiefs for the, for the Chiefs for the Chargers who have looked, I would say, underwhelming so far offensively. Very, very. And I think this is a this is the Chiefs coming off of a loss. Yeah, so what do you, yeah. <laughs> they'll be so I, I, at Arrowhead. We, we, yeah, Mahomes could have a five-touchdown day, and I don't think I would be remotely surprised. No. But the, I, I will say the Chargers defense did have a very, very nice day against the pass last week against Dak Prescott. So, and but obviously, you know, I'm not saying that Dak is anywhere near Patrick Mahomes. No, but they're, you know, they're one of, they're an above-average passing attack, but the Chargers also were home. I think going Arrowhead, it's a whole different story. Yeah, the Chargers. I agree. I do agree. And that, that's the most important part about it is that, they're not at home anymore. It's at the friendly confines of uh, SoFi. You know that they they are at Arrowhead, so that is definitely a uh, a bit of a problema. All right, so we go to the tight ends. Start of the week for me at the position. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go with the guy that we just talked about. I'm gonna go with Dallas Goddard. No Zach yeah. Ertz. Monday night against Dallas. Dallas should have allowed a touchdown last week. Jared Cook. They allowed two touchdowns to Gronkowski in Week One going to repeat what I said. I think Dallas Goddard started the week. Yeah, I agree. I, I like Goddard. Um, I'm going to stay with the theme of Chargers and Chiefs. I think Jared Cook is going to score a touchdown. I think that's a great shout. I have him as a top 10 play this week. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. He should have scored one last week. Yeah, he should have. He should have scored he, one last he week. He has a decent, I think he has like 14 targets or two games for a tight end. I mean, you know, that's very that's, good. And not too shabby. And he has no competition. He has no competition for targets, which is fantastic. And then one more, one more that I that I do want to give. Uh, no offense, I think is also a, a a very good start going up against the uh, the Jets. If you're very desperate, and I mean very desperate, 
I think Max Williams couldn't he's not the worst guy to start in the world. I think if you truly have nobody and you're looking for somebody to just start off of waivers, I, I think you could do a whole lot worse. Yeah, I mean the matchup is is definitely nice for Max Williams. I went on the record this week and I said that I would not be picking up Max Williams anywhere. No, and, but if I needed I, to. I was very surprised actually that in my eight leagues, not a single person picked up Max Williams. I was no. shocked. E- no. Even in my 12s, no one picked no one picked up Max Williams. I was really really surprised. Now, if he has a big week this week, everyone's going to be rushing to go pick him up. Correct. Correct. So I would probably say if you want to beat the waiver wire on it, but you don't really want to start Max Williams, Max Williams could be actually be a very good pickup to stash and not necessarily play. Because guess what? If Max Williams has a six catch day, scores two good weeks in a row. Someone could trade something for him. Exactly. At the tight end position that is just so light, you trade him. You trade him. Done. While while we're on the subject of guys to stash, I want to say this to everybody. I know we're on tight ends, but... A guy that, you know, I do this a lot where I pick up guys and I cut them because just in case, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think Jake Funk is a good guy to keep an eye on the running Ooh. back for the running back for the Rams. If Daryl Henderson does not play, I think he's a, a guy to watch. And that is a, that's a deep cut, too. That's, that's a deep, deep cut. But, you know, what's your your last bench spot is somebody, you know, I like to keep one spot on my bench of somebody that could be going yeah. for racks on the on the waiver wire a ceiling a day. ceiling play like maybe someone maybe someone if, if you follow that uh way of going about it maybe a stash play this week could have been maybe you picked up chuba hubbard before last night exactly and now you struck fucking goals for the next three weeks three I, you or see four the weeks. thing is i don't know how good he's gonna be i think with I, royce freeman there it's but but I think with Funk, though he had if if anything were to happen to henderson i don't think it's just gonna be the sony michelle show um from I, I I don't see that. I think I could we could truly see a timeshare between him and Jake Funk with Jake Funk getting a lot of the passing down because Sony Michelle doesn't catch passes. That's always right. been the knock against him. Where Jake Funk mm-hmm. is there, for, he was dr- drafted to by the Rams for his pass catching ability. Right, and also he's very fast too. I mean, I watched no, the kid at Maryland. Like he, he's not he's a joke. Quick. And I think I think if the if the Rams are actually going to win that game, it's going to be because of a lot of dink and dunk. Yeah, and that's that's Jake Funk if Daryl Henderson doesn't play. So if Henderson don't play, I think Funk's a priority waiver at I'm sorry. And I would say I don't even think even if Henderson does play, even if it's Sony Michelle or whomever, I don't think the Rams running backs are superb starts by any stretch, given it is the Bucks and it is that run defense. But again, I think Jake Funk could be an excellent stash. Wait and see what happens. And if he doesn't pan out and there's a guy that goes off on, on waiver wire and yeah, pick you have up. someone that you could drop during the week. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's as simple as that. So that is going to be it for the mailbag show. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions for the mailbag. If you want to submit questions for next week's mailbag links are in the bio, you could submit all the questions that you want. And I'll be rounding up questions on the day of recording and I'll be writing them all out. And depending on how many questions we have, that's how long, that's how long we go. This one is a bit shorter today because Jake has weekend plans and I have Ryder cup plans. So I'll be on the couch watching the Ryder Cup for uh, for the next couple of hours. But uh, Jake, thank you for for coming on. Welcome to the Mailbag Show. Welcome to the fantasy side of yeah. the Facebook Talk podcast. I mean, it's about fucking time. Yeah, just getting dogged all, all year in fantasy for the most part. So hopefully things start turning around in, in some places. But absolutely, you know. hey, hey, maybe it starts turning around because you're finally on the fantasy side of the Facebook Talk podcast. 
you're fine. You're finally yeah. here. Yeah, possibly it did. Yeah, it, it, we'll say it, it can't get much worse in some places. So no, you're right, no, it can only go up. <laughs> definitely not. But like I like I said at the beginning, this is going to be a weekly event. So we'll be recording these on Friday. Some some maybe Thursday nights, but mainly this is going to be a Friday thing. And then with the episodes going up on Saturday morning. So stay in tune with your uh, podcast feeds. You know, if you're looking for your college football stuff, if you're looking for just any football stuff on Saturday and you want to listen to the mailbag, the mailbag will be there. It'll be in your inbox at some point on Saturday. going to try and get them to you before college football starts. Cause we all know once 12 o'clock on Saturday hits, we're all just kind of done. Yeah. We just kind of check out and, and, and that's sort of it. So You'll have something to listen to before uh, before you sit down and watch college football. And then, of course, get you ready for Sunday action at 1 o'clock. So, for Jake, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast and Show Mailbag. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.